just checking in, seeing how you're doing today, and seeing if you might want to take a little break, step away from the noise of the world for just a moment, and connect back with you. If so, let's take a deep breath in, and breathe out, and let it all settle. I'm your host, Michael Gallion, and this is Letting It Settle. Hi, it's Michael, and I have some exciting news for you. We are introducing Letting It Settle Plus, the ultimate listening experience for those looking to find their calm and navigate the noise of life. As a subscriber, experience an abundance of the exclusive content that you know and love. For those looking to immerse themselves into the tranquility, the subscription includes immersive mini and 30-minute guided meditations, Perfect for those on the go or others needing a bit more time to let it all settle. You'll also discover a plethora of bonus episodes with topics ranging from practicing gratitude, cultivating self-love, as well as Ask Me Anything specials, where I answer your questions and topic requests. And all of this is available for you now to elevate your listening experience. Actionable takeaways, guided meditations, and mindfulness exercises await. So, don't miss out. Subscribe to Letting It Settle Plus today to join the community. Available on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. On today's episode, I want us to have a little bit of fun. And I want to take you back to my days as a preschool teacher and have you come into the preschool classroom with me. Hopefully have your inner child have a little bit of fun. You know, the work that we do can often feel so heavy. And I just want to give you a gentle reminder that it's okay to take a moment to play. It's okay to focus on nothing but enjoyment, even in the midst of really heavy things. And sometimes that brief escape from the heaviness of life can be exactly what it takes to carry on. So find some joy today. Let yourself play. And give yourself the gift of letting in a little light no matter how dark it seems. As some of you may know, for about a decade, I worked in early childhood education. And during that period of my life, I spent a good amount of time with two and three-year-olds as they found their way through their first school experience and settled into all of the lessons that we were trying to teach them. I took away a lot from my time there, and much of what I learned in that preschool classroom I still take with me today, both in my personal life as I navigate through some of the challenges, and with my clients, helping them navigate through theirs. So much of those basic lessons that we learn are fully applicable as adults. Whether you're looking to find a sense of play, 
or trying to enjoy the process of growth and learning or finding ways to learn from the tougher parts of life or simply just find a grounded space. I want to share with you today some of my learnings from the preschool classroom in hopes that it might help you find space for play. So here are the three tips and three tools that I learned from teaching in a preschool classroom. So tip number one is to always lean into the power of play. No matter how old we get, the urge to play should always be present. And while it can be seen as frivolous or silly, there, there's a power in that play. As an example, trying to get a group of little ones to get from one room to another in a single file line without a scene of sheer pandemonium is difficult. So what does the teacher to do? They create a fun game, a game that allows for students to pretend to be small mice on a hunt for a big stinky piece of cheese hiding in the other room, all the while being very quiet so that we don't wake the kitty next door. And the result of that is a line of hushed kiddos tiptoeing quietly about their way. The playfulness of the game redirects their focus and allows for them to accomplish the task at hand in the desired manner without them feeling stifled or bored or distracted. I often return back to that experience whenever I'm facing a task that feels daunting and overwhelming. Rather than giving in to the distractions that exist around me, I'll find ways to begin to gamify the process. There's a, a pretty playful and silly side to me, and I, I like to lean into it during those moments. So I'm currently working on my book that will be published this September. And as a way to break up some of the hard work, I'll challenge myself to see how many words I can write in an hour and then create a tiered reward system based on how many words I'm able to write. So having that fun target with a potential reward allows for me to stay out of my head and get things down on paper. And at the end, there's a little treat, or even a big treat, depending on how many words I actually write. So I want you this week to start to think about those spaces in your life that, that feel daunting, and you tend to avoid them. And I want you to challenge yourself to start to gamify the process, asking yourself the simple question, how could I make this more playful? Lean into that power of play this week and know that it will have some big impacts on you. And so the next tip to take away is to focus on the process, not the product. So much of early childhood is about allowing for students to focus on the process and not the product allowing for them to begin to enjoy the sensory exploration of an art project and explore that creativity. And that's so much more important than getting them to this predetermined outcome of what that art project should look like. It doesn't matter if the unicorn's horn isn't exactly in the center of its head or if the sky is purple instead of blue. 
It's about taking them through the process of creating, letting them learn to enjoy the steps that got them there, and enjoying that finished product, whatever it may be. So often in our lives, we are so focused on the end goal that we forget to enjoy the simple process of getting there. This is why I'm a proponent of setting intentions rather than goals for yourself. With strict goals, you, you can fall into this trap of focusing solely on the attainment of that end goal, leaving you with little space for anything outside of the prescribed route that you think that you need to take in order to get there. But with an intention set for yourself, you allow for the learnings to take place. You give yourself space for creativity. And if things don't feel right, you give yourself permission to shift. Just as the unicorn horn doesn't need to be squarely centered and look like everyone else's in order to experience the enjoyment and creativity of art, your path doesn't need to look like everyone else's. So give yourself space and time to enjoy the process of moving towards where it is that you want to be and avoid barreling towards that goal at all cost. And then the third tip is that your most challenging student often teaches you the most. There will inevitably be a student who you feel is sent into your life for the specific purpose of making your day harder. And these are the students who will teach you the most. The need to direct your attention to their learning style and not to yours is important to your growth as a teacher and their growth as a student. And the same goes for these challenging things that we face in life. If we step back for a moment and let those challenges be our teachers, we open ourselves up to growth and opportunity. Stepping outside of your current set of knowledge and viewing things through a different lens can have a profound impact on our lives. And while the feelings of frustration and anger in those situations are totally valid, it's allowing for yourself to pause for a moment and see what there is to learn. And in those challenges that can lead to regret, removing the rumination and the need to say, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have done that, and starting to view it as the next time something like this happens, this is how I want to show up. A great exercise to practice this over the next week is to start to stop yourself in moments of frustration and start to examine what there is to learn from that experience. How is it forcing you to step out of your zone of comfort? And what would you like to change going forward should something like that happen again? The best way to learn a language? Immersion living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards for you this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. 
Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It really has been amazing to see how fast and easy it's been to start to learn how to order food, or ask for directions, or speak to merchants without needing to consult a language app. The convenient courses on Babbel have been fun and engaging, and I often surprise myself with how much I've been able to retain in such a short period of time. It's almost as if I've learned more in three weeks with Babbel than I did in four years at school. So if you're looking to learn a language this year, check out Babbel. And here's a special limited time deal for letting it settle listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash settle. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash settle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash settle. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now it's time to have a little bit of fun and look at some of the tools that I used as a preschool teacher. So introducing mindfulness to kids was always a joy to me and helping them to begin to understand their feelings and give them space to find presence and the tools to calm themselves when things would just get a bit too much. In the on-demand library in my membership site, Tom Collective, I have a series of meditations for kids. And I often have people reach out and ask if it's odd that they prefer the kids' meditations. And of course, it's okay. In some ways, it can help you to begin to connect with that inner child giving yourself permission to be playful and lean into that that childhood wonderment can have a really beautiful impact. So to end today, I thought I'd take you through three of the mindfulness exercises that I used to teach little ones to help them ground back into the moment. And I'll use my best Mr. Michael voice so you can either follow along on your own and give your inner child some playtime. Or if you have a little one, you can have them give it a go. So the first tool is a little teaching technique to help kids learn how to connect to the breath and draw that conscious awareness to the breath. It's as simple as it can be, but it allows for a concentrated breathing pattern to form and for them to learn the power of a pause. So this is what I like to call smell the cupcake and blow out the candle. So what I would say, in those moments where things were starting to get overwhelmed, I would say, I want you to look all the way over there. And if you can look into the kitchen, someone is making the most amazing cupcakes that you have ever smelled. And what I want you to do is I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. Ready? Breathe in and see if you can smell the cupcakes. And then I want you to breathe out and then look right in front of you. And right there is a big giant birthday cake. And I want you to imagine that you are turning five years old. And I want you to take another deep breath in and then breathe out and blow out all those candles. Ready, go. One, two, three, four, five. 
And then breathe in, and I want you to see if you can smell the pizza that's cooking in the kitchen. Ready? Breathe in. And then imagine that you're turning four years old now, and let's blow out those four candles. Ready? One, two, three, four. And we would go on and continue this, having them smell something different in the kitchen each time, and then counting down from five, four, three, two, one, allowing for them to start to become aware of their breath, aware of what it feels like to have that concentrated breathing pattern. And before you knew it, they would settle down. So give that a go, use it with your kids, or have a little inner child playtime there. So the next tool that I would teach would be a, a play on the game I Spy but we would take that through the five senses. And this would help them to learn how to ground themselves, to find that grounding moment, and to come back into the present moment. So this was really useful in those times when the class was overwhelmed with stimulation, and we needed them to really center back. And so for this, I would take them through a series of I spy or I smell, or I hear, or I can touch, or I can taste. But it would be with really specific things for them to look for. Because the more that we could have them truly be attentive and searching for things, the more that they would become present into this moment. So the first thing that I would say would be, I want everyone to start to look around the room and start to use your eyes. If you need to put on your binoculars, you can put those on. But start to look around and start to see if you can find something that is red. Ready? Go. Oh, there's a fire truck. Yep. There's an apple. Amazing. And now I want you to find something that is blue. Ready? Go. Oh, that's right. The wall is blue. And the carpet's blue, too. Amazing. And now I want you to look around the room, and I want you to see if you can find something that's just silly. Something that makes you laugh. Ready? Go. And now I want you to look around the room, and I want you to find something that makes you smile. Amazing. And now I want you to look around the room one more time, and I want you to find something that you have never seen before. Ready? Go. All right, coming back. So we saw so many things. We saw things that were red and blue, things that made us laugh, things that made us smile, and something that we have never seen before. So now let's turn our attention to all the things that we can feel. So first I want you to look around where you are and I want you to find something that's soft. Maybe it's a teddy bear. Maybe it's the softness of your shirt. But just find something that's soft. And now I want you to find something that is rough. Something that feels really rough in your hands. 
And then I want you to find something that is smooth. Maybe it's something that's shiny and smooth. Good job. We found all of those things. We found different things that we could touch. And so now I want you to put your listening ears on. Turn them all the way up. And I want you to start to find something that you can hear that sounds really loud. Ready? And then I want you to keep those listening ears on and really turn them all the way up and see if you can find something that sounds really soft. And then keep those listening ears on and just listen around the room and see if you can hear anything that makes you feel good, something that's pleasant. Amazing. Now I want you to come back here and I want you to start to use that nose and take a deep breath in and start to see if you can smell something, anything in the room that you can smell. And then see if you can smell something that smells good, something that you like. And then I want you to see if you can smell something that smells really stinky and bad. Good job. So we found things that smelled really good, things that did not smell good. So finally, I want you to take a big swallow and see if you can taste anything. And I want to see if you can taste what you had for breakfast today. Maybe it was a bagel or cereal. Did you have any cream cheese? Or jelly? But just tune into what you can taste. Just right here. And then take another big swallow. And then come all the way back here and just look around the room and try and see if you can feel all of those senses at once. If you can see things and hear things, if you can touch things, smell them and taste, just everything that's happening right here, right now. And then take another deep breath in and breathe out and let it all settle. And then the final tool was perfect for nap time. And one that I will admit many of my clients use, even though it is for children, 
but this is called the Rainbow Adventure. And so I'm going to lead you through a condensed version of this. But if you're needing a, a playful meditation to fall asleep tonight, there will also be a 30-minute extended version that I'm going to release on Thursday in the Letting It Settle Plus membership, which is available through Apple Podcasts. So check it out there. But for now, let's get ready for a little nap. So I want you to find the most comfortable spot and just make sure that everything feels right. And let's begin with a big body squeeze. Just help your whole body feel relaxed and floppy. So take a deep breath in through your nose. And then breathe out. Just feeling how funny it feels to have your belly rise and fall with each breath. As you breathe in. And breathe out. And then go ahead and close down your eyes. And just take one moment with your eyes closed to just get any extra wriggles out. So that you can be completely comfortable for your special adventure today. So just wiggle anything that needs to be wiggled. And then let your whole body get still. And now start to notice the feeling of the bed underneath you. Feel how warm and comfy it is. Sense the heaviness of the body. And as you start to sink down into the bed, I want you to imagine that the bed is magically growing wings and it is gaining the ability to fly. And so with your eyes shut tight, start to imagine that your bed is gently lifting up out of this room, all the way up, up, up into the sky, through the ceiling, through the clouds. You're still in your bed and you feel safe and warm and happy, but you start to drift above the neighborhood. And you look around you and you can see the birds passing by. You can give a friendly wave to the little birds and the airplanes. Maybe there's even a rocket ship. And as you continue to soar higher and higher into the sky, you start to see that there is a big, giant rainbow. And as the bed begins to float closer to the rainbow, you see that you can reach out your hand and you can touch it. What does the rainbow feel like? Now you start to drift over and start to float through the color red. Imagine the color red just moving through you, coloring you from the inside out. Feel the warmth and the energy of that color. And think about what's your favorite thing that is red. Maybe it's a fire truck or a big juicy apple but just feel into what it feels like to be red. And now reach over and start to touch the color orange, allowing for the orange to start to paint your entire body. Feel the vibrancy and the cheerfulness of orange. And think about what your favorite thing is that is orange. Maybe it's an orange popsicle or a radiant sunset, 
but let that orange fill your entire body with warmth and joy. And now reach your hand all the way over, and I want you to touch the yellow, letting it start to paint your whole body, feeling the brightness and that positivity of the color. And start to think about what does it feel like to be yellow? And what are your favorite things that are yellow? Maybe it's a field of sunflowers or a cheerful banana. Let that color yellow bring a smile to your face and feel into that happiness. And now dive all the way down and touch that green. And as you touch the green, your whole body from top to bottom, inside out, starts to get painted green. Feel the soothing, calming nature of the color green. And what does that feel like? Like the color of fresh grass beneath your feet or a friendly frog. But feel into that peace and tranquility of the color green. And then before long, you dive into the color blue. All of your body, inside out, blue. Imagine that big blue sky and how calm it feels. Thinking about your favorite things that are blue, like the calming ocean waves. And just let those wash over you, feeling into that sense of calm and relaxation. And then I want you to slowly dip your toe into the color indigo. And watch as the indigo colors go all the way up your leg, all the way through your entire body. What does it feel like to be indigo? Imagine the depth and mystery of that color, like the night sky filled with stars. Let the color indigo wash over you and just feel into that sense of wonder. And then finally, start to place your hand in the color violet and watch your whole body inside out turn violet. What does it feel like to be violet? That regal and magical essence of the color violet, like a beautiful flower or a stunning sunset. Let the color fill you with a sense of magic. Now, what does it feel like to have been all of the colors of the rainbow? And now I want you to choose which of those colors was your absolute favorite. Hold on to that color. Let it paint that whole body again. And then I want you to imagine that filled with that color, your bed starts to float back through the clouds, through the sky, waving to the birds, coming through the ceiling, back into the room. And then coming all the way back, feeling cozy and comfy in your bed, 
and knowing that our rainbow meditation is finished and it's time for sleep. But remember, you can always come back for another rainbow meditation, another night. Sweet dreams. So if you are still awake, I want to encourage you to keep returning to that place where you can let your inner child have a little bit of fun, give them a little bit of love, and guide yourself in the right direction using some of the tips and tools from today. And just as a reminder, the extended version of the meditation and all the meditations that we do here is always available in the Letting It Settle Plus membership on Apple Podcasts. So we'll end today as we begin with a deep breath in and breathe out and let it all settle. Go take care of yourself and I will see you next week. Oh, and it's always helpful if you want to rate, review, and subscribe to Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion wherever you get your podcasts. And go ahead and follow me and the show on TikTok at CoachMichael1 and Instagram, Michael.Gallion. And also, just a reminder that I'm a huge proponent of taking charge of your mental health. And that means seeking advice from professional therapists, counselors, psychologists, physicians, and other qualified professionals. My teachings are meant to help you find a space of calm amidst the storm, but if you're experiencing ongoing mental health challenges, I want you to make sure that you seek help from a licensed professional. And remember that nothing that's said within this podcast should be seen as a substitute for their advice. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is executive produced by Michael Gallion, Steve Wilson, David Henning, and Shen Yin Hu. Hosted by Michael Gallion. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson. Edited by Sarah Ma. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is a Q-Code production. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships 
how to build a stronger sense of self and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.